Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and I come to you today bearing gifts of knowledge about things, about a topic. Um... The topic is independence, masturbation, and separation. And where did that come from? Hmm. Well, I hear a lot of people talking about desiring financial independence, um, and you know, talking about how uh, separation is this or that. It's false. It's whatever. And great, I I am on board with separation is false, and I'm also on board that we create and choose our own realities. I'm on board with the idea that if you are sensing separation in your life, that you might want to look around and see who's creating that. Are people excluding you? Hmm. You sure about that? Are you excluding you? That's more likely. All right. Well, that topic is going to be an interesting one that we're going to talk about. And if you're very new to this show, welcome um, to the hour of wild and crazy things that we're going to to uh, investigate <laughs> in this next 55 minutes or so. Um, and for those of you who are wondering who I am, uh, what I do for my life and living is that I, for the most part, I work with uh, people, their bodies, and I work with creating more ease in their bodies through movement work called the mitzvah technique. And I actually worked with somebody this weekend, and it was really lovely, and um, he's like now a huge fan, and He's like, oh, my God, I thought I'd have to go to somebody to fix my neck and then somebody else to work on my knee and then somebody else to do my this and somebody else to do my that and somebody else to check out my heart and somebody else to check out my brain. Um, and he was like, oh, my God, you just worked on all of that in like an hour and a half. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, because that's what I, I do. That's what I be. So the work that I work on, as much as, yes, I am aligning spines and things with the work I do, um, actually your spine is pretty central to the rest of your body. So when you align your spine, when you actually align the rest of your body, everything falls into place, including your organs, which is, you know, really cool too. It's like if if you're kind of hunched over your whole life and you're wondering why you're constipated, sometimes just standing a little straighter, will actually get your bowels rocking and moving. So it's it's funny but true. And I have funny, quirky information for you. If you ever want to show up for a session and you're like, I'm constipated, I'll be like, hey, do you drink water or do you drink coffee? Which one are you drinking more of? And you might be like, I'm drinking more coffee. At, and I'll be like, hey, why don't you switch that up and see what happens? Oh, my God, I pooped. Right. I'm a fracking genius. Sometimes it comes down to, really, really simple, simple things. You know, our bodies are composed of water. When you have enough of it, things can function. When your spine is aligned, uh, then your organs actually sit in the correct space uh, of your body cavity. 
your spine feels better, your body has weight um, distributed in the, you know, in a way that your body can manage it um, so that there's less pain in your body, in your neck, you know, in your head, even inside your head. Like, it's amazing what posture can do for your body. So if you're kind of intrigued by what the heck is this work that she does, um, I've been trained in the mitzvah technique. I've been trained in Reiki. I've been trained in a lot of other energy work um, through the last 20 years. And this is like my 20th anniversary year, and it's so exciting for me. And um, 30th anniversary year on radio. And um, there's there's so many things that when I work with people, there's this culmination that, you know, if if in your life you wanted to do a painting and all you ever did was you had the color red, you can do amazing things with red. You can add textures to red. You can deepen it. You can, you know, add certain things to highlight it, to to give different space and depth. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do with red. There's nothing wrong with red. Now, the beauty is if you have red and you have blue and you have yellow, your whole world opens up. And then it's like the artist that you are can truly come out. So what part of what I am and what I be is that I be this artist with bodies. Um, literally, like working with your body as as kind of like a mural landscape that for me is like a blank canvas of what is possible for you and your body. And I go from there and I'll mix my colors of what I've learned um, and add the textures and mix the colors and bring it all forward. And so when you walk away, your body and your life may actually feel like you are you have just been created as a new person, uh, like a brand new being. And the kind of um, the beauty of what I love about what I can offer is that I, I do have training in so many modalities and I can grab onto anything at any moment. It's like having, you know, if you if you were a carpenter and all you had was a hammer, it would take you a really long time to build a house. But if you can reach for your drill and you can reach for your saws and you can reach for all of your implements and tools you require, you can build that house and you've got some skill behind you, you can build that house, right? And if you've got a hammer and that's all you've got and you have a little bit of skill, dudes, you can do it. You can. It's just going to take a lot freaking longer, maybe more effort. So if you like effortless sessions that are totally ease and actually fun for your body, uh, you might want to consider checking out my website. MelitzaJelenic.com. You're going to find more information about me on there as well. I'm going to be updating it soon because we just invited a little baby into our life, and it's not a person baby, but my body has been doing this cute birthing thing, and these things are showing up in my life. And one of them is uh, something called a, a radionics machine called an SE5-1000. And I've been working with radionics for over 10 years now. Uh, radionics is a type of healing modality that actually uses scalar waves to heal your body. And if you'd like more information on that, again, I will have that on my uh, website really soon. Now, this baby just entered our life in the last few days. So I've been so excited playing with it, um, learning how to incorporate it into all the other stuff I do. And and with the knowledge of this new system, it's actually allowed me to 
even have a deeper understanding of the radionics uh, that I've been working with already for the past 10 years. Um, so it's really been adding to my life. And in the last week, there's just been this incredible ease for me, an incredible ease for receiving, which has also translated into an incredible ease for the people coming to me as well, who are looking to receive more as well. So their bodies are having like way more ease, way faster. Um, and I just love that I love following my awareness. It's one of my greatest capacities I have, and I've been doing it literally my whole life. So when people are like, how do you do that? Honestly, I've had to look at how, quote, how I do it, because it's what I've been doing my whole life. I've always wondered things and had questions about things, and then I've always followed um, the direction that I was aware of would actually bring me to where I'd like to be. Um, you know, there may have been other paths, but I, I was aware of, you know, if I chose this, my life would be created in a way that I desired and was looking forward to having. So not to say I haven't gone through struggles, that doesn't d deny struggles. It just invites you to ask questions, to choose into um, the life that you would actually like to have. And, and asking questions is amazing for that. So keep asking questions. I have just like rambled on for 10 minutes because I'm so freaking excited about these new um, options that I have available uh, at my fingertips that, that I have had in the past. And these new babies are just so, so, uh, oh my God, they're so scrumptiously delicious at what they can offer bodies. Um, working on levels that are so fascinating, like the energetics uh, of inflammation. You know, we have inflammation in our body sometimes, like we might actually pick up bacteria and funguses and viruses, but then my these new machines are also aware of them on the energetic level. So before your body, and we are aware of that, our bodies are aware of it, and sometimes we're like, oh, grogginess, and we start to own it, and then it Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. 
If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansalito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Well, that was fun. So welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. Uh, I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and you guys might have just noticed that I dropped off. The universe is actually taking care of the show tonight and when the breaks are going to occur. So thank you, universe. The universe is like, come on, lady, get on with the topic and stop it already. We've heard enough about your radionics. So, okay, universe, I hear you loud and clear. We are moving along with this topic because apparently the universe really is determined for me to talk about this uh, independence, masturbation, and separation tonight. Um, And it's an interesting topic to me. So I want to start with independence and what the heck is that, right? Uh, I don't know if you've heard people say, you know, around the world, you know, uh, posting on social media and also all kinds of advertising on social media. Find your way to, you know, financial independence and blah, 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 independence and freedom and independence and independence, blah, blah, blah. It's cute. It's really cute. It's actually a a very interesting uh, concept, independence. So for those of you who have never looked it up, don't worry, you don't have to. I'm right here and I've checked it out. Independence, um, the description of it from the Etymology Online site, says that in the 1630s, that independence uh, is, quote, fact or not depending on others or another, self-support and self-government. So that's a curious one to me. So self-support and self-government. If you, for one, is independence even something that is makes any sense like not depending on others do you live on an island all by yourself and um you have no animals no bugs no food nothing independence you're not relying on others animals count here so do bugs so does bacteria so do funguses so do viruses all of that counts from your independence independence would be like putting yourself in a vacuum environment and having absolutely no influences energetically, physically, emotionally, or, or anything from from anywhere. So maybe there is a planet, maybe there is a universe where people are existing in tubes and they're having no influence from external environments and Possibly and maybe this is what when we're saying we'd like independence and at the very time of our death we're choosing that. Maybe that's where we go. I don't know. That's speculation all on my part and a curiosity I have, you know. I have a curiosity about, you know, your last thoughts before death and what would that create? And and if it is, if independence for you is this 
you know, I think it's such a misnomer. So what it might actually be for people, independence, from what it says is, you know, self-support. So this is a funny one. So if you can imagine your body, just imagine your body. Um, and, and for me personally, I, I'm not good with handstands. But let's just say if you're self-supporting, you're going to try to uh, go do a handstand. And you're going to do that for the rest of your life without the influences of gravity or the wind or any animals or people assisting you. And you're going to be holding yourself up, supporting yourself. You know, with your hands, you're going to hold that body, hold your whole body up for the rest of your life by yourself. Why am I saying that you have to do it by your hands? Because if I say by your legs, it sounds so logical. Of course, I've walked around my whole life. But if I actually mention to you that you're going to go up and down on your hands, you're going to realize how freaking ridiculous it is to think that you're going to walk on your hands your whole life and think that you're going to do this independently without the actions of anything, including gravity, to to work for or against your target of walking uh, on your hands the rest of your life. So independence is a funny thing, too, for people who are choosing relationships, you know? So they're like, oh, I'm going to do it on my, I'm, I'm, I want a relationship and I want to be independent. I'm just wondering, is it possible for you to send any more confusing messages out there to whoever it is that you're trying to have a so-called relationship with? Um, independence, you know, I'm supporting myself. In fact, I'm going to exclude you from everything because I don't need you. I'm a strong woman and I went through all, you know, my mother was a strong woman and she was independent. Was she? Okay, so my mom, I grew up in a home. Um, at the age of four, my parents got uh, separated and then later divorced. And, you know, what is it, you know, I watched my mom raise us, feed us. Um, my dad contributed somewhat financially. And people always said, wow, your mom is so independent. And she would look at them with this, like, sour look on their face, like they're freaking crazy. Um, and she's, you know, all for women's lib, all for women's rights. All, You know, she was like one of the first women at George Brown College to become a chef in Toronto. Um, she was kind of on the forefront applying for things in universities that women weren't allowed to be in. Um, you know, I think she tried she tried to be in in the school for the Botanical Gardens in Niagara Falls as well, and there were no women allowed at the time. Um, so she was definitely on the forefront, and a lot of people would call that independent. Look at her. She's independent. She's choosing for herself. Um, I think that's what they're trying to say, that you're choosing for yourself. However, even when you choose for yourself, the universe includes everybody and anything else that will conspire to co-create with you. So you're not actually independent. We're actually completely entangled with everything in the entire universe at all times. So it's cute. Um, and in the chat room, we'll have a comment, uh, too. What have you decided independence means? Because we've decided a lot of things about it. Um, I know if I asked you know, 20 different people, what does independence mean to you? I'm going to get 20 different responses about what independence means. It's not cut and dry, right? Independence, um, for me, I think in my life, when I've looked at the whole term of, oh, I'd like to be independent, I'd like to be independent, um, I don't know that I've actually ever said that because I don't know that I actually ever bought into that idea. 
Um, but let's just pretend like I did because the, the energy of independence is similar to uh, financial freedom to me, um, which would be, which is a funny term in itself as well. Um, so independence could mean so many things. It could mean that you get to make choices and not be influenced by others, which you're living on a planet again with 7.9 billion people. So your choices will affect other people. Your choice to sneeze somewhere, you know, will have you either use a Kleenex or sneeze on somebody or sneeze on the floor and then somebody slips on it or whatever. You know, if you use a Kleenex, then guess what? That's going to increase the Kleenex production. Or if you use a hanky, increases increases the Kleenex, uh, the hanky productions, whatever you're using, it's going to actually include people. Because everything we do on this planet actually includes people. One of the things that uh, kind of triggered this conversation to me, um, there's actually hurricanes going on in the world at all times, but I found it fascinating that right now we're more concerned about a hurricane that's, uh, that hit Houston than we are about the torrential um, monsoons that are ripping through Asia, South Asia. And these monsoons are the worst in 40 years. And we're not hearing about this on the news. And I'm looking at these things um, like the people in Houston, Texas, who may appear to be independent. They've had life where they've maybe owned houses and they've created a sort of so-called independence, you know, even live in a country where there is independence and an independence day. There's all kinds of things um, that would indicate that they are choosing to have more of an idea that they can do this on their own. They're strong, you know, and funny, they're united, but they're strong. But how do you be united and independent at the same time? It's so you're the United States of America. You're both united and independent at the same time. So confusing. Independent maybe from Britain, but not independent per se. So, oh, the rant I'm on. It's a little political tonight. But um, when you look at certain countries that have always known that they rely on their family, on their countrymen, on the land. So when you look at the people in Southeast Asia, yeah, there's a lot of devastation going on. And these people have their houses are being ripped away from them, their cattle, their livelihoods are just being stripped away from them. We're not hearing about it. Are they acting independent? Strangely enough, no, they're not. They're actually working with each other to recreate and build. Um, They're not having a huge outpouring from the rest of the world which is interesting, but at the same time, they don't have the energy of independence the way that the uh, that the people in Houston have an energy that is more like, oh, yeah, we're independent, we can do this. Um, and at the same time, they're desperately in need of assistance, right? So independence can actually, and the fires in Montana, totally. There's And we had fires in, in uh, Canada as well, in BC. There was a lot of crazy earth changes going on crazy but these changes have been going on for all eternity we're just way more aware of them now because we hear about them on social media on the news it's constantly in our faces but guys these things have been going on forever 
uh, we just didn't hear about them as fast as we do now, right? So um, it just might seem like there's more of them, but in reality, it's always been happening. It's always been going on. It's how are people actually responding to this? So are they actually doing independence where they're like, oh, we don't need any help and putting out the energy of, no, we're solid. We're solid here. We can take care of this. We're strong people. We know what we're doing. And when you have that kind of attitude your whole life, then when it really comes down to the shit hitting the fan and and there is assistance required, it may take people a little while to actually hear you, to hear your call for help because you've been so independent for so long. Um, where other countries who have relied internally on on getting themselves um, sustaining life, they're going to be getting themselves back on track. Uh, my perception is they're going to get themselves back on track a lot faster and easier because they're they know they rely on each other um, to to be able to sustain life. They're not looking at separation, which is part of the other part of my conversation. So. Yeah, so independence to me is, I didn't really know this conversation was going to go a little political tonight, um, my opinions on the politics of it, but there is a, there is a sort of interesting thing with masturbation, independence, and separation. They all, for me, have an energy of um, doing it alone. Masturbation is this thing where, you know, you're, you're supposed to be doing that alone, Independence, you're doing it alone. Separation, you've decided to separate yourself from others or the universe or opportunities or money or whatever it is, your body. And and then you, it's you, you're left with nothing around you. You're all alone. And it's all a load of shit. It's all a big fat frickin' lie. So are you alone no, you're not. You're on a planet with millions of people. Will you include you in that? So, yes, you might not be in Houston with floods. You might not be in Southeast Asia with monsoons hitting you in Montana with fires and B.C. with fires. You might not be around the world where other stuff's going on that we're not even seeing about because somehow the cute kitten on you know Twitter is far more fascinating than um, the lives of our brothers and sisters on this planet. Um, because these things are far... I actually watched the news one day where it was the the news on... It was like CNN News, and I never watched CNN News. I was sitting in a train station, and the CNN News came up, and uh, the whole newsreel was about a squirrel in a park. And it was 20 minutes of a squirrel in a park. If this is news that squirrels live in parks... Uh, OMG, we need to get some new brain cells clicking together because holy crap, squirrels live in parks, guys. That's what goes on. And so, and at the same time, there were fires going on in BC, and there was, you know, nothing on the CNN news about that happening. So, you know, if you really think that you're independent, I really want you to tap into that that energy is are you independent or are you actually connected to everything are you independent from the planet are you independent from the people all around the world who have lost their homes no you're not no you're not and guess what your body is aware of that so if you've been feeling stressed and a little less maybe sexed up or joyful or whatever Lately, you know, we've had a lot of these things going on 
kind of culminating all together, um, kind of a giant pile of them, and maybe your body's aware of it, especially if you listen to the news, especially if you have it in your face all the time and your body is being reminded of these things going on over and over again. You know, your body can be watching this, and it doesn't know the difference between you being in the flood and the person that's in the flood uh, unless you've totally shut off from reality and and uh, if you've shut off from any human emotion then maybe you can watch it and just be like eh whatever it's just people and they're dying and there's devastation and there's but if you even have like uh, an iota of caring for even if it's not for the people in Houston or if it's not for the people in Montana or the people in Asia, if you even have an ounce of caring for somebody in your family, that means you actually care. And that means that that caring can actually grow and spread. And you might actually care about other people too. You might care about the whole planet. You might actually be picking up on the whole planet. So just a reminder, if your body is feeling stressed, you're not independent. Stop buying the lie that you live on this planet alone because you don't. You actually live on this planet with a lot of people, a lot of animals, a lot of other things, and a lot of energies, and you are picking it all up. So remember to ask if your body's feeling stressed, who does this belong to? Is it mine? Is it somebody else's? Or is it something else's? Remember, if it's not yours, return it to sender just like you would. If a pile of dirty laundry landed on your steps and none of it was yours, would you take it in and sniff it up? Hell no. You'd be like, whose is this? Sending it back. Send that stuff back. Send that dirty laundry back and don't keep it. And if it is the earth, start asking some questions like, earth, what contribution can I be to you? What can I receive from you? What can you receive from me? And you might start to get some relief in your sweet body because your sweet body is so aware and it's so aware of everything going on on the planet. You are not independent and you are definitely not separate. And we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, independence, separation, and masturbation when we come back from this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. 
the best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Millie Tsiolanich, and tonight's topic is masturbation, independence, and separation in some order, something like that. And as I was thinking about this on the break, you know, my, the idea of independence is so funny to me as it's one of the descriptions of it is it's about supporting yourself. So if you're supporting yourself and you're only willing to receive from yourself, how much are you cutting off the rest of the world and receiving from them? If you're actually asking for this, if you're actually asking for independence, how much do you actually have to cut off you? How much are you cutting off you from receiving from everyone and everything because you think that you can only receive from you? You're so independent. You're cute. You're not so bright. So, uh, yep, I just said that. And are you willing to change that? Are you willing to receive from everybody and anything in the entire universe? Stop the nonsense of cutting you off from everything because I get that you think that that's smart and that that's what, you know, good, smart people, especially, you know, if you're really smart, like if you go to Harvard and you're really smart, you're really going to be independent. You'll be an independent thinker, which is hilarious too, independent thinking. It's hilarious because it's not even freaking real. If you actually think that your thoughts are independent, you are a joke. <laughs> your thoughts... I know, I'm just going into, like, crazy mode tonight. But if you actually think your thoughts are independent from anybody else's thoughts, even Jung was aware of this a long time ago, you know. Within the last century, we've we've become very familiar with the idea that our thoughts are not independent from anybody and anything. We can tap into information. Um, and we know this. We know this now because somehow even technology has assisted us with this. You'll think of your friend. They'll text you. You'll think of your friend. They'll send you an email. They'll call you. Guess what? Because their thoughts aren't independent, people are picking them up all over the place. They travel all over the place. They're like, you know, they're un, they're unheard waves. I don't know if you're aware of uh, scalar waves, but they are waves that can travel through mountains and space and time, and they and they will affect the their target, whatever that target is. Uh, read about them if you don't know about them. But I work with them, and it's such a fascinating thing that we actually think that we can't do that. We absolutely can. We can affect our thoughts across the world, and we are always constantly tapping into others, uh, whether we want to or not. And you can ask for independence from that, and you can ask for independent thinking or independent thinkers. Nobody's an independent thinker. They're somewhere tapping into others, other information, information from somewhere else, something else. There's information everywhere. It's floating in the molecules. We just have to 
tap into it and choose it. Um, there's an amazing school actually in Russia called, uh, let me think of the name of it. Anyway, I will think of the name of it. Um, and, and these kids, you know, essentially teach themselves by tapping into universal information. The, the, um, that information comes from a series of books called Anastasia and the Ringing Cedars of Russia, which I read many years ago. And as much as she sounded like an independent thinker too, she even would say, no, she's not, because she's tapping into the information of the planet, which makes you not independent. It makes you aware. It makes you aware. Independence and awareness are different. They're very different. You're not independent. You're actually aware that you're aware of everything and everybody's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And the more you become aware of it, the more you get to know that even right now, it's me. This is not all my thoughts. These are not my personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Tapping into an energy that's out there that I'm just speaking on behalf of. So, yeah, criticize it, whatever. It's an energy that's coming through me today, and that's what I'm going to speak to. So if you actually think that your thoughts are independent, you're cute. But just consider that it's possibly not true. <laughs> so it's it's funny. Um so some of the other things that you know were making me kind of think of that is like what we do ask for is we do create it and if you are trying to create independence you can ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and the universe will provide you with cutting you off because you're asking for that. I'd like independence. Cool, we'll cut you off. Financial independence. Cool, we'll we'll cut you off financially. We'll we'll separate you financially if that's what you like. It's going to be a lot of effort for the universe to work that way because it's counterintuitive to how the universe actually works. Um, but it will support all your asks. It will support anything that you're actually choosing. So if you're choosing that, it will. It will conspire. It might take a little while for it to cut you off financially, but if you've been asking for that, keep asking for it. And what could you ask for that actually matches the energy of what you would like? So if you think it's independence, financial independence, financial freedom, check check the energy. What is it that you would actually like? Would you like to have you know, easy access to money or jewels or everything? I'm actually more curious about having easy, flowing, joyful, you know, access to everything. Information, people, money food, easy access for everything. And there's so much, you know, especially with this um, stuff going on right now on the planet, with the monsoons, with the fires, with all, all this stuff that's going on, that's always been going on, but it's really kind of in the forefront in this moment, is that, you know, we can, we can, I had a thought on that. <laughs> I kind of get back to that thought. It's like, um, so we're, I was talking about the independence of it, and that, you know, the universe will conspire to cut us off, but the universe will also conspire to not cut us off. So, you know, if if you are looking for um, some sort of, like, security, sense of security, whatever that means to you, or if you're looking to um, receive from everything, and I think what I was saying was that I would I would like to be able to actually tap into... Um, receiving, you know, more of everything with ease and having those channels open up to have easy access to everything, right? So one of the things that's going on, like I was saying, is that there's no easy access. When when you have devastation uh, on the land, 
whether it's like roadways that can't get into towns or whether it's, you know, um, fires that are burning things and there's no easy access for people to get in into um, to contribute. What if we started to ask for easy access for everything? Easy access to the entire universe and all the information and everything else that's, that's in the universe. I'd really like to have some easy access for everyone and everything so that we can all um, be able to to co-create in a way that's far more productive. Um, and again, that's just a point of view because sometimes these things actually do create, like sometimes fires, you know, the burning down of old bush, <laughs> which is funny. I'll, I just had to say bush once on this show. But the burning down of bush uh, will, will actually, sometimes that heat will allow seeds that have been dormant for years, sometimes centuries, to wake up and then we have these new plant lives that come to life and those are like possibly plants that will be medicinal, that will heal things that we've been looking for for ages and ages and ages. So we don't really know what the gift is in some of this so-called devastation, but I certainly would like to ask for more ease for for everybody and everything because I guess we're not independent in any way from everyone. So we are all part of everything and it's kind of like thinking that you're masturbating alone too which is a total freaking joke too because we're not you're connected at all times to everything and everyone um and i only you know that masturbation was like top forefront word in the title and i haven't really even touched on it yet but i thought for once after 3 years of this show the pleasure zone i would actually look up the word masturbation which is hilarious because i I really don't think I've ever looked it up before. So masturbation comes from the French word. It is, um, so I'm going to just read what I found in the um, in the etym- etymology online. So from 1711 or earlier, uh, mast- mastupration, it was called mastupration, and 1620s from the French masturbation, directly modern uh, there's some other ones in there as well. So it's a noun or action from um, this word, which is a Latin word, turbare, which means to disturb or confuse. And from another word, monstrare, which is um, the hand, or it's, it has something, manus, it has to do with the hands. So you put them together, it actually... And stupare means to defile. So hand, defile, and confuse. So confusing your hand to defile oneself is pretty much how they describe masturbation. Fascinating, right? Defilement, dishonor, um, to be stupefied. It's actually like to be stupefied, but uh, very fascinating to me because it also has... Um, the word masdo, like master, masdo means penis from another word. So interesting stuff. So it's about disturbing and confusing and stupefying oneself and defiling oneself has actually nothing to do with pleasure, which is hilarious. So that was enlightening for me. And um, and so... in in essence, in some ways, I get the energy of that because masturbation is something that we think we do alone, but that's actually like 
in a, in a lot of ways, it is a defilement. We're cutting ourselves off from acknowledging that we're receiving again from everything. Maybe the bed you're lying on, you're receiving from that as well. The room, uh, whether you're outside in the grass, where, wherever you are, you know, your environment's contributing to you. Energies of, you know, entities possibly, even bugs, animals, wherever you're doing this, it could be so many things contributing to your body. So, you know, and the confusion too, which is funny to me. I think the whole energy of uh, anything where we think that we're alone is confusing in and of itself. It's it's like uh, it, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't even know. And I think my whole life, uh, this, and I, you know, I've been an avid masturbator since I was little. And I think if any of you have listened to the show, you've heard that. Um, that you know I've always been aware of my body and curious about my body. It's not something that um I was afraid or ashamed of, even though you know other people might have been trying to place a shame and blame and all such of stuff on me uh just, then I just made it more secret and hid it and did it anyways um and so I was very familiar with like the sense of orgasm in my life when I was very young, but I also was aware that there were things contributing to that as well, which would be my thoughts. It would be maybe my thoughts of people uh, or smells that would turn me on. So I wasn't independent. My body wasn't being independently turned on uh, without any other influences. There were definitely energies that contribute to that. So I just, out of curiosity, to have, like, for fun, I dare you to have a really, really aware masturbation. So become really aware that you're not separate. Become really aware that you're not independent. Become really aware of your body uh, when you're masturbating. And if you've never masturbated before, maybe I'll do a show on how to masturbate because I have heard that people don't know how, and that's cool. And Maybe you don't know how to have an orgasm, and that's cool too. I hadn't considered really that, that people are just learning that even as adults. And that's fine. That's cool. I'm just kind of getting to understand that that's possible. Um, so, so um, yeah, become aware. Just become really aware of your body. So whether you're lying down, standing up, whatever it is, really encourage you to just, like, become aware of all the energies around you, all the smells, um, all the energies contributing to you and your body and what you might notice. So, again, this is something that I've just been aware of. I didn't even realize it was unique. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit because I realize it's it's actually maybe it is kind of unique. Maybe I have friends who are doing this too and maybe they can identify and go, oh, yeah, I do that too, cool. But I'm actually when... Um, when I am so-called alone, which I'm never alone, um, I become acutely aware of my body. I become acutely aware of uh, different sensations, even like, say, in my feet and my toes and my legs. I become very aware of my physical body, and I can become very aware of my physical body and the energies um, that are not in my body, that are around my body. Um, you know, I can become aware of people who may be thinking of me at that moment or people who are pulling my energy to do um, work or maybe they're masturbating thinking about me, which is awesome. Um, and go for it if that turns you on. I encourage it thoroughly. And 
so if you if you actually do masturbate with awareness, you might start to get how connected you are to everything. Yes, thank you, Keisha. What if you do masturbate with awareness? I didn't even realize people don't, but I get that they don't. <laughs> so, hey, what a concept. I didn't even know it was a new concept. But there you go. It's a, it's a concept. So, um, yeah. So how much fun can you have even being aware of, like, what energies are around your head? What energies are around your genitals? What energies are trying to, like, get into your body? Or what energies are coming out of your body? What sensations do you have? What smells are you aware of? Becoming aware of all your sensory, um, all your abilities to sense things with your body, but also aware of all the things you can sense with your body. So all the energies you can sense and all the people you can sense. Because I know that for sure, if you've even you know walked this planet for more than a minute, and you've come, even people are probably masturbating and your energy's involved even when you're in utero because that happens too. Uh, you know, that happens. Women masturbate when they're pregnant. It happens, guys. Um, at least I did. Um, so you can, and and if you think that's weird and sick, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I get it. I get lots of feedback about being sick and weird, but. Um, if you are pregnant and you are masturbating, um, do whatever your body likes, right? But also become aware, too, uh, of the being that is forming inside your body or beings if you're having multiple births and how much they're they actually um, receiving from your joy of embodiment and your joy of receiving and your joy of orgasm. It's like I was actually very aware uh, when I was pregnant of the joy of of the fetus receiving, you know, my joy of embodiment, um, you know, my release of endorphins, my like the physiological responses to orgasm. Um, maybe there's a whole, maybe I have a whole topic right there on uh, masturbation and pregnancy because I I think maybe there's some taboo around that, and I'll I'll have a talk about that uh, soon actually. I have to write it down so I don't forget. There we go, I just did. And, and yeah, I guess that that's also something that maybe there's some taboo and maybe people aren't choosing it. And what gift can that be to the to the babe and to you and and even to your partner if you involve them and they get to be part of it um, to observe that, you know, if, if you have a partner that you enjoy and would like to invite into that. Um, you know, if you're feeling like, off or something like if you're feeling that you your body isn't turned on and you're pregnant um, maybe check in with it because maybe it's desiring something different that you've never had before or that you've never um, other than ha- like maybe it's masturbating in a different way right so it's an interesting um, sensation too because you know your uterus as the baby grows gets really really big and this is a fine example of masturbation is not independence like masturbating when you're pregnant you're not alone you're just not so as much as it seems really like an obvious example but that is an obvious example and it's no different than um when you don't have a baby in you you're never alone you just aren't so how much fun can you have just being aware of all the energies in the room that are receiving from you your joy of embodiment and how much the energies in the room 
uh, can contribute to you. And it's just this amazing reciprocal sort of dance that you can have if you're willing to be open to the woo-woo wildness of all of it. Um, and it, it becomes less woo-woo crazy wild the more you become aware of how acutely aware you and your body are. Um, and the more fun you can have with it, the more you can explore it, the more you can you know, invite other things into your life with it as well. When you're having that much fun and that much joy of embodiment, guess what, guys? It changes your vibration to the, to the in this way that you become this this sort of beacon, I guess you could say, kind of like a beacon of light, and you just become so intriguing and interesting. Your light shines, your vibration shines. You just become this sort of glowing, shiny thing, and it's intriguing to people, and people choose that. So, you know, whatever it is, if you have a business where you're selling oranges or if you have a business where you do nails or body work or, you know, if you're an accountant, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what your job is. Um, You can become an amazing, shiny, shiny object uh, when you're aware that everything is contributing to you when you're masturbating. You're not alone. You're not separate, and you're definitely not independent. Um, as much as you like to think you are, and as much as you try and cut yourself off from society, even if you, you know, you know, think, oh, I'm a hermit and I don't know anybody, whether you talk to people or not, you are still on a planet with 7.9 billion people. You are not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. So even if you think to like to think you are, um, you're just fooling yourself. So that's cute. And receive, and just begin to receive more and more and more from the entire universe. And that, my friends, is where magic and sex can really like ramp up when you start to get how much you are aware of everything around you and that you can receive from everything around you. And you can play with it in ways that uh, you probably never even imagined, you know, giving yourself orgasms without even touching yourself. Ooh, there's a whole other topic that maybe other people haven't tried yet either oh all kinds of things i can talk about that i'm becoming aware of that maybe i'm kind of unique to or not unique to but maybe people haven't talked about it and maybe other people can identify with it so i want to thank all of you guys for joining me on this roller coaster ride that involved politics and joy and love and masturbation and all those crazy things Um, check out my website if you have a chance at www.com com. that's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. And I hope to have you guys on the show next week. Um, probably the topic's going to be masturbation and pregnancy, so wow, that could be interesting. Have a great week. Until then. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.